So Isabel, where are we going today? We are going to the one fatal mistake that 97% of small business owners make. Even if you think you're a really smart small business owner, you're making this mistake anyways. A lot of soul. Hi, this is Rod Jans with Fuel Radio, and on the line with me is Isabel Mercier Turcotte. We're doing a, a series on called Build to Rock, Position It Right, Deliver It Right, Get Paid Right. Thanks so much for joining me, Isabel. I am thrilled to be here. Before we get going, I'll just give you a short introduction. Isabel is a no-nonsense gal helping people build businesses and lives that totally rock. She works with passionate entrepreneurs to create, communicate, and deliver massive value through innovative strategies, brand alignment, and performance coaching. She's known as the catalyst dedicated to empowering 1 million entrepreneurs to rock their businesses and lives into shape. Your introduction creates a quick question for me. Sure. <laughs> do, you, do you work with everybody that comes with you? You say that you work with passionate entrepreneurs. Is that a prerequisite are there some prerequisites to working with you? There are prerequisites for sure. You need to be driven. You need to be really passionate about uh, creating a, a greater impact, a bigger ripple effect. Um, you also need to be open to innovations and open to implementing new things. Um, I don't like to work with people who get stuck in the mode of this is how it's done in my industry. Um, you know, it's kind of blaming it on the industry. Um, I like to flip industries on their heads and uh, I, it really requires a specific type of entrepreneurs for that. They don't need to be big. Um, I work with solopreneurs and really, really small business owners. I also work with large corporations, but uh, I love to work with small, passionate local heroes. <laughs> <laughs> Good. We're into our third episode now. So we've covered uh, seven warning signs that your small business is not set up to thrive, no matter how hard you work at it. So I hope people will go back and listen to those episodes. There's some great content there. We've given away a few different things. We've uh, challenged people to take a leap every week. Last week was <laughs> last week was a tough one. You encouraged people to, to let go of a client, to, yes. to make room for a better one. And you shared a, a, a quite, a, 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 a quite an incredible story where you let go of a client that was 75% of your income. It, it turned out well. It's a, it's a good news story. Uh, it is a good news story. And yeah. most, most uh, flushing client stories are, they all usually end up in a much, much better place than, than had they continued working together. Um, that's my experience. And it's the experience of hundreds of people that I've worked with. Yeah. So we won't go over the seven points again, but if people want to go back, they can see those on fuelradio.com. And hopefully they're entering into the discussion on the Leap Zone um, Facebook page as well, where we're, we're discussing the different leaps of the week. And there's also different goodies of the week that people can find on fuelradio.com. So Isabel, where are we going today? We are going to the one fatal mistake that 97% of small business owners make. Even if you think you're a really smart small business owner, you're making this mistake anyways. <laughs> so, and that mistake is the root cause 
of all the stats that I've shared uh, with you in the previous episodes. There's, there, uh, it's also the root cause of the seven warning signs that we've covered in episode one, two. Um, so, and believe me, you'll want to write this down. It's quite simple, but um, it is not easy. It's simple, but not easy. The mistake is that 97% of all business owners do not have a business architecture. Mm. Or, at the very least, they have a very weak one. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what um, a business architecture is, but before, I just want to say, in order to grow and thrive without killing yourself in the process, right? In order for you to build a business that is going to give you more freedom, more flexibility, more money, and the opportunity to create more impact, which we talked about in episode one, without killing yourself, you need to have a strong business architecture. Hmm. So what, what the heck is a business architecture? <laughs> <laughs> and I will give you my definition, but just before I do that, I just want to give you the in a nutshell. In a nutshell, a business architecture is having the right ingredients, the right boundaries, the right processes, and the right automation in place. See, operating a business without a strong business architecture, that would be like building your ideal home by randomly hammering materials together. <laughs> you know? Now, if you're creative, this, in the least, you know, you might build something that looks like a house, but nothing is going to work. It's going to fall down at the first strong win, and I promise you that. It, it will fall down. Then what's going to happen is that you'll end up spending a lot of time rebuilding bits and pieces, moving walls around, and trying to keep it all upright. And the more you grow without the proper business architecture, the harder this gets. Hmm. Now, Rod, you know, truly, would it make sense for you to start building your dream home by hammering a few two-by-fours together? No. <laughs> no, wouldn't. it that, wouldn't. It, it sounds funny, but I know business people do it all the time. It's I incredible this, how people do it without... Uh, I'm telling you, yeah. I see this happening every day. Yeah. When I work with someone and I look under the hood, here's what I see. <laughs> I see a whole lot of people that are amazing at what they do, but they're not set up to be sustainable or profitable at all. In fact, I'm often amazed that some are actually making a little bit, a little bit of money. Mm. And if they're making money, here's what I say. They're making money despite of themselves or in spite of, them, of themselves, right? Or free. Like so many of the points you've made so far in the first two episodes, uh, have, to me, speak to freedom, right? So without this architecture, they're not going to create a, a situation where they can be where they can be free at the same time. Exactly, exactly. And, and I say to myself, my God, imagine, like if, they're, if they don't have a business architecture and they manage to make a little money, I say, my God, imagine how much more money and freedom they could generate if only they had the right business architecture. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. Your existing systems define your existing results. Mm. meaning the systems you have now produce the results that you have now, but they don't produce the results that you are wanting to move towards. Thus, the expression, what got you here, won't get you there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what I want to do is, is I want to give you my own definition of what a business architecture is, and I'm going to go into that a little bit further. So a business architecture is the planning the designing 
and the implementing of a system that allows you to deliver your genius, meaning your products and your, and your services, in a meaningful, effective or efficient, consistent and profitable way. So it's the planning, designing and implementing of a system that allows you to deliver your genius in a meaningful, efficient, consistent and profitable way. In other words, it's your business DNA. It's what allows you to be unique and efficient and different. It's what allows you to not settle for what you don't want. I have a good story for this. Mm. Years ago when I started my branding agency, as, I, as you shared, you know, I, I started my first business right out of my teens. And I grew to 20 employees really fast uh, or 20 team members really fast. Not all of them were um, employees in-house. And... Um, my industry was such that in the creative world, in the marketing and branding world, you, you don't get hired right away. You kind of get hired without pay to pitch. So they give you a, a, a non-effective, non, you know, they give you a poor brief, creative brief. And then they ask you to spend a lot of time and other resources, a lot of human capital, a lot of money in presenting them an idea. And they ask three, four companies to do the same. And they will only hire the company that they choose based on the pitch that they've provided. Now, I don't know about you, but I think that that's a dumb way to operate. <laughs> First of all, it just takes, it, it takes advantage of creative people for no money, which I don't believe in. It also has you put a lot of effort and money and, and equity into something that you may never get paid for. Mm-hmm. And so I decided in my rookiness, I decided that I was, I was not going to operate that way. I was going to operate by, if you want me to pitch you an idea, you're going to pay me for it. And if you decide to hire me later, well, then we're just going to continue the work as opposed to you deciding to now pay me because you've hired me. Hmm. And my peers gave me three months to live. <laughs> they all thought, ah, she is no threat. She's never going to make it in this industry. Yeah. And lo and behold... I went on to building a seven-figure business without pitching ever. Wow. So this is what I mean by it allows you to not settle for what you don't want. It yeah. doesn't mean, and, and we've talked about that in the previous episodes as well, it doesn't mean that it's that way in your industry uh, that you need to actually you know, follow that. Uh, you don't need to uh, pay for the uh, other people's inability to innovate, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> um, this, this business architecture is also what allows you to play the win rather than play to lose. Or, or sorry, it, it allows you to play to win rather than play not to lose. Mm-hmm. It's, a big, it's a big difference. Both are playing to win, but one is playing not to lose rather than, so one is playing with scarcity and, oh, I need to do what my, what my industry tells me to do. And mm-hmm. the other one just goes, I'm going to disregard all that. I'm going to learn what I need to learn from the industry and I'm going to flip it upside down and I'm going to do it how I want to do it. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, that's why you start a business. Yeah. You start I, a business because you want to do it your way. <laughs> I got a quick sporting example. I went to the uh, Whitecaps game on Wednesday, and the Whitecaps were up one nothing. And uh, the the uh, the the guy interviewing one of the players asked him, you know, what are you going to do in the second half? Are you just going to, you know, you've 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 done what you need to do? Are you just going to sit back? And he said, No, we're not going to do that. We're not. 
it, we're going to continue to be aggressive. We're going to continue to play our game. And, uh, and they did, they came out, they scored another goal in the, in the, in the second half and they didn't just, they didn't just sit back, which, which they, you know, possibly could have done. So, you know, sitting back is, is sort of playing not to lose, isn't it? Yes. And, and saying, this is how it's done in my industry is playing not to lose. Mm, yeah. um, there's, and I, there's going to be countless examples I'm going to give about that as we move forward in the series. For okay, sure. great. Good. Now, I want to introduce you to uh, a client of mine. Her name is Danielle Turner. Um, she is a videographer. Uh, you can tweet her at Danielle VPP if you want to, if you want to commu communicate with her. Um, when I met Danielle, she experienced a lot of feast and famine. She did have a crazy schedule. She had bad clients on inspiring clients, clients who don't pay. She had no time off. And she had non-existent or inconsistent paychecks. And Danielle thought that that's how it was to be in business. She thought that that was normal because small business owners hang out with other small business owners and 97% of all small business owners don't have a business architecture. Therefore, they all live the same thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, they, there's no good model for, for planting a seed in a small business, uh, business person's head that this might not be the way it should be or it has to be. Mm. And, and most small business owners, as a result of that, they think that, you know, the first five years in business should be hard. They think that not charging for your time to gain experience and to get clients in the door is normal. Um, they think that not being able to pay yourself for a few years is normal, yet sometimes some people think it's even expected. Um, small business owners think that delegating costs too much, that it's hard to find ideal clients or ideal employees. I mean, the list could go on for days. And, and Rod, I'm not saying that being in business should be a breeze. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is you don't have to believe or live by the facts that have been created by other people's limiting beliefs or other people's poor performance. You know, you can do it your way. You can get the results that you want when you have clarity and when you have the proper business architecture in place to support you. Mm -hmm. And when... I, as I worked with thousands of Danielles, you know, at some point I had a big realization. You know, I, I was in a yoga class and I was kind of just in my body and suddenly that thought came to mind. And I thought, wow, most small business owners don't know what it looks like or feels like to have a business that is engineered for success. And if you don't know what it looks like or feels like, how can you actually model that? How can you get there if you don't know, if you don't know what it looks like and feels like? Mm -hmm. And the difference in results, in the difference in money generation, the, the difference in freedom creation, flexibility creation, and impact creation between someone who's operating with a poor business architecture and someone who's operating with a strong one is massive. Mm -hmm. It's a massive difference. And that is exactly what I want to share in this series is I want to share exactly what ingredients, there are five key ingredients that you need to have in place to create a strong business architecture. And I'm going to share the number one ingredient in the next episode. Okay, great.
Yeah, I mean, so many of the things that you're saying, I, I, I hear and have experienced with, you know, people saying, you, you know, you're not going to make money for the first few years and you're going to have to uh, not, you know, you're not going to be able to pay yourself for a while. I've heard all of those, all of those things. So it's, it's been your experience that it doesn't have to be that way. Not at all. In fact, when you have the proper uh, business architecture and you have the proper ingredients and you're clear on these ingredients, um, paying yourself right off the bat is key. If you can't sustain yourself, how can you help others? You know, if your glass is half, half empty, how can you impact others? You can't. You can't sustain that. Mm -hmm. So it, it is mandatory for small business owners to really understand that you can build it the way you want it right off the bat. In mm -hmm. fact, it's easier to build it the way you want it right off the bat rather than having to renovate the whole thing later. Both are possible and I do both with clients. Sure. And this is precisely why I created my, my program called Build to Rock. This is why the series is called Build to Rock. Um, you know, I work with large corporations and I have systems and my system, uh, the Leap Zone Elevator uh, system is it really is an amazing system to help large businesses go grow, grow their products, grow their services, and grow their businesses. However, you know, I felt like the small business community was not um, well served in that manner. Um, a lot of small business owners can't afford uh, to pay a coach forty, fifty, seventy-five thousand dollars a year to help them one-on-one. -on -one. And truly, I thought if if I could bottle my system to uh, create it in a way where small business owners could go through it in, a, in an intelligent manner, um, could have the support, group support that I would bring and leverage my time, and can also have the right tools and the right systems and the right processes and the right templates in order to help them grow and help them organize their business architecture uh, in a way that is affordable to them, wouldn't that be awesome? Mm -hmm. and, and I will talk more about uh, the Build to Rock program as part of this series. Um, and it's by application only. This is, not, this is not a series meant to sell a program at all. This is a series meant to help. Uh, but people also have to understand that knowing how to create a great business architecture and doing it is two different things. And I have not met a company, not even me, who's able to do this on their own, even though they would have the blueprint. So I've created a system to help people implement this with my help at a very affordable way, which is what I thought was lacking in the small business community. Mm -hmm. And I will share more in, in, in the series. Yeah, a coach is so vital. Why, why do you think it's so vital to have a coach in, in, in this situation? Ha! Ah, because when you're in the frame, you can't see the picture. Mm. And I do this for a living and I have different coaches. I have a presentation coach. I have a, a, a delivery from stage coach. Um, I have a business coach. I have a Facebook coach. Um, I have many different coaches to help me in different areas in my business. And, you know, a lot of people tell me, but you're good, Isabel. Why do you have all these coaches? No, no, no. I, yes, I am good, but I am good because. <laughs> Because I have these coaches. Mm -hmm. um, I have been without, a, I've been with a coach for 20 years. And in those 20 years, I've been without a coach for one, one of these years. And yeah. I will never do that again. Yeah. I will never well, do that again. Well, I mean, just presentations as an example, I mean, you're a good communicator. I've seen your presentation at the, at the event I was at. It was one of the best presentations that 
entire weekend and there was a whole bunch of them. I think there was almost 20 yep. presentations. So we had lots of examples or opportunities to line it up against other things. And, uh, you know, you could tell that, you, like I say, you're a good communicator, but even though you have that natural ability, you still got a coach for, for something like that. And I still, I work at it. You know, I work it on a regular basis. Yeah. And these coaches help me stay accountable. They help me stay focused on what's mandatory and important. Um, and they also help me get my head out of my ass. <laughs> yeah. They, they encourage you to, to work hard and, and keep you accountable. Yeah. And, and work smarter, you know, and, yeah. and, and step out of my comfort zone and, uh, and all of that. So it is mandatory to have the right tools and the right support. So I, I want to stress this, that everything that I share um, in this Built to Rock series um, is all about giving you, giving you uh, making sure that you understand that I understand where you're at. Mm-hmm. As a listener, you know, I understand I've been there and I've been at where you're at and I've been on the other side of that as well. And, uh, and it's important that you don't do it alone. So whether it's me helping you, whether it's my Build to Rock program, whether it's someone else, uh, what matters to me is not that I'm the one helping you. What matters to me is that someone is, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. I know we're going to go into a lot more depth into what the uh, ingredients are in the business architecture, but just to wrap up here, to me, it sounds like it's a combination of mindset and system. Is there, is there more ingredients than that? Um, it, yes, there are more ingredients than that. And I don't want to say them right now because then I'll have to, I'll be compelled to kind of go into them to explain them. So yeah, I, don't, I don't want I don't you to do that, but, but yeah, there are, generally, yeah. Yeah, there are five vital ingredients that when you have those ingredients implemented, even if you implemented 20% of these five, uh, of each of those five, you would, you would see a, a dramatic improvement in your business results. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's our leap of the week? What are you going to challenge us to do this week? Okay. So this week, the leap of the week is I want you to think about what you want more of in your life and in your business. Do you want more time? Do you want more freedom? Do you want more flexibility? What's a few things that you've said to yourself, when I have the time, then I will do this. And it's something that you've been really meaning to do, but never have gotten the time or life gotten away or whatever the excuse was. Um, I would like for you to share this on the Build to Rock Facebook page uh, and Facebook group. Um, I'd love to hear from you about what is one thing that you want more of in your business and what is one thing that you would like to eventually do accomplish uh, that you haven't managed to to accomplish so far because life got in the way okay great and what about a goodie of the week you've been providing us with a, a great freebies every week what, what, what do you have for us this time All right, so the freebie this week is called the 360-degree business blueprint assessment. And this assessment will reveal to you your your biggest missed opportunities and your most dangerous blind spots. And it's important to know that because once you know that, uh, you can actually do something about it. So we will put the link on Fuel Radio uh, for you to go download this uh, simple assessment. And in the assessment, um, I actually explain to you how to use it, what to do with it, and, uh, and how to get some gems and insights from it. So it's a, it's a really valuable piece of assessment. I normally... Uh, 
uh, people can buy this normally from me for $250. So that is absolutely free for all listeners on Fuel Radio. Right on. Thank you for sharing that. So when people go to fuelradio.com, look for the words download. Well, first of all, goodie of the week, and then download the free 360 business blueprint assessment. We'd share the URLs with you, but they're quite complicated for some reason. That's right. So yeah, so just look for download the free 360 business blueprint assessment. And uh, what do we have to look forward to next week? Yes, next week I will get into uh, the first ingredient. So we're going to continue the analogy of the house because how I explain the business architecture, I explain it with all the pieces of a home because uh, it's much easier for everyone to understand that way. And I'm going to reveal the first most important uh, ingredient of all five. And that ingredient will help you understand what you stand for, what makes you different. Um, And that'll make a big difference because when you know what you stand for and what makes you different, uh, I share that you can actually generate at the very minimum $25,000 more per year without working hard at all. So it's a a valuable ingredient. Good. Well, thanks so much again, Isabel. Good stuff. And I can't wait uh, until next week. It's going to be, it's going to be good. I look forward to it. The world can stop me now, no. And all the music I will run on the beat when I get